Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's Dina Calmetta here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our weekly End Times news report. And so, Susan, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks so much, Dina. It's great being here, as always. But we are jam-packed, loaded down with news. And this has been an incredible news week as they all are beginning to be bigger and bigger you know this is definitely as the bible said these last moments before the church is removed will be as birth pains for anybody who doesn't know these pains are going to come closer together and stronger and that's just exactly what we're witnessing we're here to talk about seven days worth of international headlines that line up with bible prophecy and we have a boatload of information don't we dina yes we do and so we've got some big stories that we're going to talk about this week. We're going to get to as many as possible, but we also have some stories that you're not going to hear on your mainstream news or your local news that line up with Bible prophecy that we want to bring out into the open. I just want to say really quickly, one of the biggest news pieces this week is that Russian President Putin is meeting with the president and leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un. For anybody who hasn't heard, uh, Kim Jong-un took a train over to Russia and they've had a meeting. They met for about two hours. I guess the priority of the meeting has been the focus on helping Russia with their munitions for the Ukrainian war. Evidently, Russia is, you know, beginning to deplete their resources because they have had heavy fighting and war with Ukraine, and they're looking to North Korea to help fill their coffers for more war. In turn, I think North Korea is also looking for support from Russia, which has been lagging because there's been so much pulling back of support from other Western countries. How would you respond to that, Dina? Yeah, I think you're right. And he's heard it from the regime over there in the White House that you know, not to support Russia. But Kim Jong-un, he wants, you know, technology insights from Russia as well. I think that Russia is going to share some of their trade secrets with North Korea on the making of the ICBMs and, and that sort of thing, which goes along with some of the things they're doing. They've been doing regular missile launchings, as we know, all over the place. And They just put out a new submarine that apparently they can launch ICBMs off of. Have you heard about this, Dina? That Russia did this? Uh, North Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. North Korea's been uh, working with their submarines for a while now. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. They are a nuclear state. They they are. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And exactly exactly a deadly force with russia north korea and china which are all nuclear powers and by the way since we're on the topic all of them are threatening war against the united states right now simultaneously right yes they are we have leaders that have been outspoken on this topic and not just the leaders themselves but their underlings (laughs) some of their nearest underlings have come out and said, you know, hey, by the way, this is what's going on. And just a little piece of information, again, about North Korea, 
is they just launched two missiles just prior to Kim Jong-un heading into Russia on the train. It's my understanding that Putin, I think, wanted the meeting with Kim Jong-un to take place on Russian soil because of his fear, his security fears. And this is, I guess, a first that those missiles were launched without Kim Jong-un being there to inspect the missile site. And I think some analysts are saying he's trying to send a message that he can run things from long distance. So don't think he can't, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what the perspective that people are saying, why would he do this? What's what's new and different about this? But anyway, it's, it's also just more saber-rattling, and we're seeing quite a bit of that right now from all sides, even the West and NATO. So it's going to be very interesting moving forward because what we're heading to, if you're if you're analyzing this from the perspective of Bible prophecy, what we're looking at is the jump off point from the time the church is removed to, you know, full on tribulation in which, you know, first thing we see is the revelation of the Antichrist, the revealing of the Antichrist is a white horse. And then the second horse is actual war, the red horse. So the fact that all of this is going on right now is very significant and i personally believe it doesn't matter what your politics are i don't think these three countries are going to pull back i don't think they're going to come to terms and say hey let's just get together and sing you know happy songs and go back home i i really think that we're heading into what the bible has predicted will happen so what is your thoughts on that Dina I completely agree with you we're in the seasons of wars and rumors of wars and Putin has to make his way to Israel to fulfill Ezekiel chapter 38 39 he has to make his way there and we as Israel's ally strongest well we're supposed to be Israel's strongest ally we haven't been acting like that for the past two or three years but if he goes in there and tries to invade Israel, the United States should be the one to help defend her, but that's not the case. According to the word of God, it's God himself that defends her. So what happens to make the United States incapable of defending Israel? One of two things, the United States could turn her back on Israel or something happens that renders the United States helpless. Could that be an invasion? Could that be war? At this point, with everything happening and prophetically, simultaneously, that would be the next thing. You know, really, all you have to do is look at statistics. And I'm talking about things like drug use and also the statistics that show how few actually believe in God now and things of these natures that, you know, point to God probably lifting, not probably, but definitely lifting his hand of protection away essentially saying you don't want me okay see what happens when that happens you know and he's already maybe i'm getting ahead of you susan but he's already i believe started to judge the united states why do i say that because the united states (laughs) has had more natural disasters i don't want to call them natural disasters anymore because i call i think that they're judgment but Uh we've had the most expensive year so far ever natural disasters we've had hurricanes we've had 
uh, flooding, we've had tornadoes, we've had, there's just so much that has happened in the last nine months. It's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. yeah, exactly. we're definitely being judged right now. No question. And we have a reason to be, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Well, let's move forward with news. Let's take a look at this from Twitter. Can now harvest your biometric information, including fingerprint, face recognition, and eye tracking data as Musk's site quietly updates its TNCs for safety purposes. So a new policy also revealed X's plans to collect users' job and educational history. And after an update, Musk announced X will soon let users make video and audio calls. Okay, well, there you go. Mr. Musk is always doing something, right? We also have doctors in a report came out to warn U.S. headed for fertility crisis. A third of women will be childless, according to a report recently. I don't know if you've heard about this. The Iranian authorities yet to announce their conclusions on the death of Sylvie Brenner. She's a 51-year-old Swiss diplomat of Tehran, and the newspaper over there has offered an account of her death that may feed speculation. Brenner, first secretary of the Swiss embassy and deputy of the United States interest section, fell from her residence in a high-rise building Tuesday. I mean, to me, that sounds almost like Russia. Something, yeah, Russia. It sounds like the kind of thing that happens in Russia to people that cross someone. Okay, <laughs> it's true. Kind of, this is why. You know, I'm sorry, but wow, I, that just doesn't seem normal. So you know, a lot going on in these areas with Iran and United States. Somebody significant was just thrown off a building i think but that's and also to go with iran uh Mm -hmm. biden gave them like six billion dollars for a prisoner swap for five prisoners six billion with a b with a b you guys b b b b (laughs) u.s economic weakness woke policies leads to shifting global alliances that's another headline direct government censorship of the internet is here and ongoing from prophecy Newswatch says censorship of the internet has been getting worse for years but we just crossed a threshold which is going to take things to a whole new level on august 25th a new law known as the digital services act went into effect in the european union under this new law european bureaucrats will be able to order big tech companies needs to censor any content that is considered to be illegal disinformation or hate speech. And that includes content that is posted by users outside of the European Union because someone that lives in European Union might see it. Okay, so that's more, you know, stuff going down, right? Now, here's another interesting story. We've got, this was like a big deal, apparently. There's a U.S. sporting venue in which they're using a drone dog to police it. It's one of those robot security dogs equipped with cameras and facial recognition is about to prowl a sporting venue in the United States. So it's the Mercedes-Benz Stadium located in Atlanta, Georgia, has produced Benzie, the drone dog, designed by Boston Dynamics, you've heard of them, and developed by Azelon Robotics. And so Benzie will autonomously patrol 11 acres and send back real-time video during 30-minute shifts. 
And so that's very interesting that they're going to utilize that service. And the robot developer says that aside from facial recognition, the robot can perform license plate recognition and sniff for explosives and narcotics. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a new it's a new era we're, we're coming into. It's and it's coming full force, you know. So we continue to talk about the situation with Japan releasing Fukushima's radioactive water. Lately, China has banned the sale of Japanese seafood over this release of water into the Pacific. Tokyo is trying to file an appeal to the World Trade Organization over this matter. So we know this all started in 2011 with a series of apocalyptic events and that first came the Great East Japan earthquake with a magnitude of 9 that generated a large tsunami that destroyed a Fukushima nuclear plant causing three nuclear meltdowns, three hydrogen explosions, and the release of radioactive contamination. Now, you know, they've been storing this off for a decade and they've gotten to a point where they can't store it off anymore and they've done everything they can but it's being released and China and I believe South Korea, they're really frustrated. They don't want this stuff done. It's, it's going to affect their fishing industry and they don't want the Japanese fish either, which is kind of like, just, you know, coming back and rebounding and destroying them. But I'll just tell you that 7,800 tons have been released over a 17 day period. Wow. They've already done it. I mean, think about it. That's a lot of water. It sure is. And so even after treatment, the water still contains high levels of radioactive substances, tritium and carbon-14, which are difficult to remove. And there is a continual debate whether it's okay or not to release that kind. I personally believe it's a huge mistake, but it's all end-time stuff because... Why in the world is it not? I mean, previously, they've been putting it in tanks. And now it's okay to just dump it in the ocean? I I don't understand this, okay? So they avoided it for a decade, and now they're just, you know, out of options. So they're just doing it. And I have to tell you that they will have intermittent release periods. So they just did this, and then there will be a break, and then they'll do it again. And they'll just keep doing this forever. Okay, it's never going to stop. So before too long, they'll have another 17 day period in which they release 7,800 tons at a time. So it's kind of serious what's going on. And it's a problem because, like I said many times before, that the ocean is dynamic and has currents it takes the stuff all over the place we're already seeing things we're seeing a lot of stuff a lot of animals and if you're interested in that we've got a facebook called end times mass animal deaths go over there check that out you'll see amazing stuff all right here's an interesting story this is about india and i have to mention this because the g20 took place this week right and we're seeing all these heavy hitters, you know, Macron was there, the German prime minister, and all these people coming in. The prince from uh, Saudi Arabia are meeting with the head of India. They're all meeting and everybody is holding hands. But at the same time, see, because India hosted the G20 this time, and so they're greeting everybody. But 
you're not going to believe the story. It's about a large number of Indian children are still subjected to bonded labor and forced employment. India today has more than 33 million children under the age of 18 in working required hard labor. India's agricultural sector accounts for the majority, 70% of employed children. Child labor, regrettably, is used in almost all the informal sectors of Indian economy, including coal mining, diamond mining, fireworks, silk, and carpet industries. I mean, is this incredible, Dina? Yeah, it really is. Right. Official estimates for children working as domestic laborers and in restaurants is more than 2.5 million. Some NGOs estimate the figure to be around 20 million. And so as of September 20. 22, the U.S. Department of Labor lists India and its list of goods produced by child labor of forced labor with 25 types of goods produced by child labor. And the main reasons for child labor clearly is poverty, illiteracy, and malnutrition. And out of India's 217 million children, 49.9% are poor. So that's just tragic. We're definitely in the end times. This is just unbelievable. All right. Well, I want to move to a whole new topic, but really more end time stuff is Canada's sharp rise in overdose deaths coincides with Trudeau government's lax policy on hard drugs. No shock there, right? Mm -hmm. Like he opens the floodgate and they wonder why this is happening. So according to Statistics Canada report, deaths caused by accidental poisonings accounted for 7,006 deaths in 21, an increase of 31.9% compared with 20. So we see, despite the federal government's latest liberal policies toward hard drugs, deaths from drug overdoses in Canada continue to skyrocket, with the most recent statistics from 2021 showing that they went up by a third. Okay, that is a huge number. And it's definitely an argument for them opening the floodgates to hard drugs and more drug use over there and just looking the other way and letting people do this i mean you know it's just shocking well if you want information about this kind of thing we have a page called end times drug use so go over there and check this out and so here's another thing i want to mention the porn site faces a suit from sexual assault victims while court halts age verification law in a different case so there's something called porn hub And one of the world's largest porn monopolies is currently the subject of a class action lawsuit by victims of sexual abuse who had their assaults featured on the site. has been exposed by an in-depth investigation, including horrifying essay in the New York Times titled The Children of Pornhub, as a company that has featured graphic violence, torture, and criminal assault for the viewing pleasure of the public, leading to government inquiries and companies such as Visa Cutting Ties. They even changed their name of the parent company to set themselves apart from the crimes that they're involved in. This is just evil. I mean, if this doesn't show you the hour we're in, I'm not sure what would. What do you say, Dina? No, I agree with you. Definitely type of white collar crime in a way. Yeah. Corporation is allowed to operate and do this kind of thing. It's just unconscionable. So, well, Dina, you may not have heard this until now. But believe it or not, they're trying to start something in which commercial flights 
have two pilots on the controls. And how many times have we heard of planes that were saved because the second pilot jumped in while the other one passed out? You know, stories like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, evidently, the airlines are starting to move to possibly going down to fewer than two pilots on their flights. And now they've got an idea that they want to start flying commercial airlines controlled completely by artificial intelligence. Like, I don't you know, like that idea. You just can't even imagine something like that. But here we are. We're in the end days. You know, the Bible says that they'll be gaining in knowledge, but never come to the understanding of the truth, right? So that's what we are in today. And the U.S. government has invested $22 million into developing surveillance clothing that can record video and audio. Wearable technology is quickly evolving beyond Fitbits, Apple Watches, and Aura Rings. The federal government is reportedly funneling $22 million into developing ready-to-wear clothing that can record audio, video, geolocation data through something that's called the Smart Electrically Powered Networked Textile Systems Program, or Smart E-Pants. Okay, I think that's taking things a little too far. I'm just here to tell you about it, right? I can't even imagine that. Yeah, we can't. Let's just we take can't. surveillance to a whole new level. Yeah, way way ridiculous okay all right <laughs> it's hard to imagine what they're going to come up with next really well we've heard canada's right up there with the european union in censorship laws and trudeau government's online news act which has resulted in canadians being blocked from viewing and sharing news on facebook and instagram is said to take effect this year according to a newly released timeline. So this September 2nd, the Department of Canadian Heritage announced that Bill C-18, also known as the Online News Act, will take effect December 19 of 2023. And the consultation period on that's been reduced to 30 days from September 2 to October 2nd. So we're in that time frame. Well, we know they're going to probably move forward on that. And two of the world's biggest credit card issuers, Visa and MasterCard, are warning about an impending credit card crisis and consumers should be on high alert because fee hikes will start being introduced over the next 30 days, right in time for holiday shopping. Okay, uh, of That's, course. Real estate industry collapse could bring down entire U.S. economy. So higher interest rates are absolutely strangling the real estate industry and there is no relief in sight. The sudden shift from a very low interest rate environment to a much higher interest rate environment has paralyzed sales. Okay, so sales of previously owned homes have dropped by more than 32% over the past two years. In other words, about a third of the entire previously owned home market has already been wiped out. That's not good. Here's another headline that China is preparing for war. And the Chinese Communist Party leader, Xi Jinping, is rapidly militarizing his country and has instructed its army to prepare for war and fight and win it. Just a few weeks ago, China expert Gordon Chang warned. Chinese ruler Xi Jinping replaced the senior leadership of China's rocket force, which is responsible for almost all of China's 400 or so nuclear warheads. These personnel changes are part of what is almost certainly the most ominous development of this time. It looks like Xi is contemplating using or at least threatening to use his most destructive weapons. 
In other words, China is planning to go to war. This is all very serious, Dina, extremely serious. Well, it goes back to, you know, North Korea visiting Russia and Mm -hmm. China's going to be involved in that. And I think the threat for China is, you know, they want Taiwan. They believe that Taiwan is a part of China, a part of their country. And so they want to go in there and, and take over, and they've threatened to do this. They've warned they, that they would do this, you know, even by force. And here we have the United States that is selling, um, I want to say, billions worth of uh, military equipment to Taiwan, We have Biden himself stating that he, you know, of course, the White House rushed in and covered for him. But he said this last year around this time that he would protect our military, U.S. military would protect Taiwan from a Chinese invasion. So what would China do in that case? Well, get rid of the threat, which is the United States. All right. Because not only are we working with Taiwan. But we're also working with the Philippines and we're also working with Japan. So the Philippines has an island that China wants, right? So there's some discrepancy there. So China's going to do what China has to do to protect what they believe is theirs, just like what Russia did with Ukraine. Uh uh Russia believed that Crimea was his, so he took it in 2014 he annexed it and now he's doing that in ukraine you know that's why we have this war he's trying to take over so china's going to do the same thing but china has to eliminate that threat which is the united Mm -hmm. states and we go in there and i've said this in my broadcast and we put more fuel in the fire you know we go in there and we do our freedom of navigation you know exercises right there in china's backyard in south china sea and china's angry so Recently, they had, oh goodness, their largest ever military exercise to date. Their largest ever, uh, just like within the last week or so, Uh China did. uh So they're definitely preparing. And the United States and NATO, I believe next year, is going to have the largest exercise ever, ever. So... These nations are preparing. So China, yeah, China's preparing for war. So is NATO. They something's coming down, you guys. Something is coming down the pipe. Yeah, I remember China and Russia coming into our area near Alaska that we don't have a base of operation. I think that was also very interesting. Yes. Yeah. Well, this article concludes. It says Xi is doubtless weighing the risk reward ratio of launching an aggressive operation against Taiwan during U.S. President Joe Biden's term of office. Xi is doubtless aware that his window of opportunity may be closing in 18 months, accompanied by a felicitously distracting U.S. presidential election. So no doubt These countries are wanting to bust a move because, you know, they see we have a weakened presidential situation, you know, with Biden's bizarre behavior recently. We've noticed, everybody noticed, I don't know anyone who doesn't notice it. And I think this is all playing in their minds. If they're going to do something, they want to do it in this time frame. What do you think, Dina? Yes, I completely agree. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it before the 2024 election. The election they think is coming that no one knows for sure about at this point. 
But anyway, good point. I've got an article here, Dina, that I'm telling you, if people don't think we're in the end times and that the Lord's return is like right at the door, then let's take a look at this headline. Scientists have grown an entity. Wow. Can't believe they say it like this. That closely resembles an early human embryo without using sperm, eggs, or a womb. So they're creating a Frankenstein, an alien. It's an alien. The Wiseman Institute, okay, I'm going to spell it. It's W-E-I-Z-M-A-N-N. It's not Wiseman like they've got any brains here, okay? But the Wiseman Institute team say their embryo model made using stem cells looks like a textbook example of a real 14-day-old embryo. It even released hormones that turned a pregnancy test positive in the lab. The ambition for embryo models is to provide an ethical way of understanding the earliest moments of our lives. I mean, okay, are you serious? You've got to be kidding me. This is unbelievable. This is like playing God on a level that we have not yet seen, although we've seen a lot. This is way beyond anything we've yet to see. And it's just evil and disgusting. Would you not agree? Yes. And they're going to soon find out that God will not be mocked. No kidding. Wow. No doubt about it. That's what they're doing. They're trying to play God. They're mocking him. See, we can create human life too. That thing will end up being, it'll be a Frankenstein project. It'll be evil. Why? Because it doesn't come from, from good. It's coming from man. Man is evil. We're born into sin. Oh, this is just totally disturbing. Just disturbing. Well, we could talk about that the whole show, but let's take a look at this next headline. I just want to mention this, that that something really incredible happened in the ocean over there on the eastern upper part of the United States out into the Atlantic is Hurricane Lee. A grew from a category one to five in one day. You talk about the waves roaring. That's an example. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Like I said earlier, we're seeing these natural events, these natural, you know, that's a potential disaster. If that hits Boston or New York, oh boy, that's it. It would be catastrophic. Yeah, it, it, it literally doubled wind speed in one single day. That's just unprecedented but you know here we are we're coming into what the bible talked about we would see the waves roaring and we're definitely seeing that especially after what just took place in florida with uh, the hurricane down there all right we had a powerful 6.2 earthquake rattle chili so we had that this week and again we're reporting on seven days worth of news all this is just you know, taking place so quickly each week. A report came in that the world has just experienced the hottest summer on record by a significant margin. So now we're hearing all about that. And also another headline along with that is the risk of mass deaths as heat waves start to pass survivability threshold. So as the world's warms uh, beyond 1.5 celsius large parts of the world will start to have heat waves so extreme that healthy young people could die within several hours if they fail to find respite a study has warned all right well we know 
the Bible says that in tribulation that the planet's going to heat up and it's going to be a third of the planet. And so this is all, you know, following in line with what the Bible has spoken of. Right, Dina? That's right. It's all written. It is written. And so it will happen. All these people that are trying to tell you what's going to happen, you need to get into the Bible because it tells you. I mean, we can report the headlines, but it's already in the Bible. The thing about studying the Bible and and watching the headlines is, you know, it just really shows you that God's word is so accurate. God's word is more accurate than today's news, you guys. Something that comes along with the drug use, we continue to see increased drug use. A cheap, illegal amphetamine called Captagon is raising alarms around the globe after circulating for years in the Middle East. The U.S. and its allies say much of the world's supply of Captagon is made in Syria and that the government of President Bashir al-Assad is using Captagon sales abroad to cushion the financial blow of Western sanctions on Syria. Oh, great. Just what we need, another street drug. Well, Dina, here's another big news event this week. The third eruption of Kilauea volcano in Hawaii has happened, and it's really spewing out lava. Did you see some pictures? I heard about this. Yeah, this is the third time that volcano has erupted this year. And also, here's another thing. We've talked about this in the past. We've done a lot of videos on this, and we have a page called End Times Famine. But this week, we have to say we've added this event to the list of different food processing plants that have been marginalized, I don't know, by attacks, terror attacks, or what, but several employees are injured after an explosion ripped through an Illinois ADM plant. This is just bizarre. So many of these are taking place. It's becoming normal now. Yeah. It's It's like on a weekly basis. Yeah, right. I want to mention in this show a mass marine mortality event at Bang Phra Beach in Thailand. So this week, the Bang Phra Beach in Sri Raka, Thailand, became epicenter of a mass marine mortality event. An immense number of dead fish washed ashore, believed to be the aftermath of recent monsoon affecting the sea's conditions. So this picturesque beach offered a grim sight to locals and visitors alike when vast quantities of fish carcasses covered its shores. The magnitude of the event left many stunned with the number of fish being so overwhelming that providing an accurate count became impossible. And so uh, we're seeing these things all over the planet. And it is following along with the scripture in Hosea that says that the more people reject God, the more he's going to do away with the fish, the fowl, and the beasts, and it, and we're witness to it. So if you want more details about this, go over to End Times Mass Animal Deaths. You just are not going to believe what you can see over there. Okay, we did have severe flash floods hit Istanbul, and they had a couple people dead and five injured, so Turkey really got bombarded with flooding. And we had a 6.0 earthquake hit Sulawesi, Indonesia. So we have a lot of stuff going on. We've had unprecedented rainfall causing catastrophic flooding in Greece, leaving massive damage, and they had 10 dead there. So just all kinds of stuff going on around the planet. And, you know, this 
this gets my vote for the wow this week. One of many wows is that in Germany, they absolutely got covered with hail to the point that it looked like snow. It looks like they just got bombarded with snow. It's so bizarre. Well, here's a headline. UK plans to send people to jail for disagreeing with the climate crisis. You just, wow. You just wonder what they're going to come up with next. We had 27 people dead, hundreds displaced as cyclone slams into southern Brazil. So they had a whole lot going on there. Here's a 6.6 earthquake near Kermit Deck Islands in New Zealand. But We've got to just talk about this really quickly. What took place this week in North Africa? Pretty almost like simultaneously, but this is just incredible. They had a 6.8 earthquake in Morocco, which, you know, that doesn't sound as bad as some of these earthquakes, like, you know, the 7.0 type and, and larger, but it was the depth and the location of this. So, you know, given the, the location of the earthquake, given the right location, a smaller earthquake can produce huge results. And that's what we saw here in Morocco. It was, you know, because it was centered in an area with historic buildings in Marrakesh that was so problematic. These ancient historic buildings were not built to earthquake codes right dina that's right consequently it just basically crushed these people on the stones i mean right now as of this broadcast i can tell you that we're hearing what are we hearing now how many dead is it three thousand is that the number we got well as of right now it's being reported that over 2800 lives have perished in this earthquake well there that's deaths there are also 1200 uh injured 721 of those injuries critical. And they probably don't have real good conditions for that sort of critical event to deal with that much, you know, uh, that many patients in critical condition. This is the largest they've had in North Africa of its type in 120 years in that area. This is a major, major event. I've heard that there were at least 30,000 people displaced at this point. So this is just an event of a huge scale. Now, this is apocalyptic type things that you will see during the tribulation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's probably on a much larger scale, it right? Will, well, there's one particular earthquake um, that will happen simultaneously all over the world. So it uh-huh. will be a gargantuan earthquake that's going to hit everywhere at the same time. So picture what happened in Morocco. Those poor people uh-huh. over there, prayers go out to you guys over there. But that happening all around the world. I just well, can't even imagine. Right. And I also want to mention very quickly that not only did we see this event in Morocco, they had an event similar to it in Libya, which is also North Africa. But, you know, it was really more of a storm that came in and sent, like, I think it was 
several months worth of water within a very short period of time, like a 24-hour period. Like, I don't know, I think it was like eight months worth of water just came in on them at once through the storm. And Dina, it wiped out two dams. And if you look at the aerial shots of these of this one dam from above, it just, it just wiped the whole thing out. I mean, at one point you see the dam, and in the next shot, it's just completely wiped out. So this water just came in and in inundated this area of Libya. And it is such a deal that I want to tell you that there are now 6,000 dead on, you know, as we are doing this show, 6,000 dead that were either caught in this flood situation or they're pulling them out of the water as they were swept out into the water in that area. And it's just catastrophic. It's, it's incredible. And, you know, they are seeing that there are like 10,000 missing. And so as the days progress, there's going to be more and more people found dead, I believe. And they're already like, if you walk through this area, if you if you were uh, traveling through this area, the, the bodies are just littering the street. It's, it's just incredible to watch this. And so I don't know how anybody could see the events going on around the world, such as Libya and Morocco have experienced, as well as Maui and Florida and all of these things happening within practically just a month period of time. And, you know, not just that, but other things as well. It's just hard to watch all this and not be shocked and awed by it. Okay, this event... I believe in in Morocco has affected latest figures say somewhere around 300,000 possibly 100,000 being children. So these are just statistics that are coming in. It's just shocking. We did have an intense storm slam Massachusetts and they had flash floods there. And so this is just incredible stuff that's going on all over the planet. And you know, we can't cover everything that's going on in this hour. So I just want to have you go over to a page that we do. It's called End Times News Report on Facebook. Go over there, and we are faithful in putting things up. In fact, our team member, Rebecca, she's over there just nearly every day putting up new information. And a lot of it we cover on this show. So if you really want to know what's going on, I recommend that you go over to that page, and you can get a bird's eye view of some of the things that you probably aren't hearing on your mainstream news or your local news. But the fact that all this is going on should have you moving closer to the edge of your seat, getting nearer to the Lord Jesus. Because these things are are not random chance. This has all been written in the Bible. And if you want to know more about that, please head over to our series that we did called Revelation for Beginners. We cover 22 chapters of Revelation. We do it line by line, and it we do it for someone who's never read Revelation before. So you can just come on board, and you can be up to speed as you join us as we go through that book. Now, we can also go from there over to our Daniel for Beginners programming, where we cover the book of Daniel, which kind of is actually an adjunct to Revelation in information about these times. But there's absolutely no reason 
the Christian should be in the dark about what's going on. So if your church isn't talking about this stuff, it doesn't matter. We have some tools here for you to get a hold of, and uh, that's what I'm recommending. Study these books of the Bible, which are written for this generation, and also take a look at some of these other news sources that we produce for you guys to stay on top of what's going on that lines up with Bible prophecy. And so that is what I have to say today. Boy, we could talk, we could turn this into a two or three hour show, but we just don't have that kind of time. So with that said, um, thank you again, Susan. Thank you to all of you who have tuned in. We want to hear from you. So please do leave your comments below this video. When you have some time, if you're looking to find the videos that Susan mentioned, and these videos today, you can find them on her YouTube channel, Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries, also on my channel, on our BitChute channel, our Rumble channels, as well as in podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, we just uh, really encourage you to drop by our website. We'll leave the link below. Uh, please check that out. We've got a lot of information in there, a whole lot of information. Also information about what to do when you're ready to get your life turned over to the Lord Jesus, which is something you need to do right now. And it's, you know, these are serious times. And so you need to be contemplating making some serious decisions right now. And I implore you to do it like ASAP. Things are not getting better in the world and we need Jesus like never before. Right, Dina? Yes, especially now. Today's the day of your salvation. Make the decision today to surrender your life to Christ. Repent of your sins. Ask Jesus for forgiveness. Forgive others who have hurt you in the past. Let it go. Give them to God. Let go of your bitterness. Let go of your resentment. Just give it to God. He says that, you know, he will give us peace that surpasses all understanding. He also said that he is the one to take revenge. We don't do that. So just get the thought out of your head. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but maybe somebody needs to hear it. God will defend you. He will protect you. And he is amazing. And he loves you so much. So turn your life over to Jesus today. If you have any questions, we are here for you shoot us an email, leave a comment. All right. So with all of that said, thank you again, everybody. Have a safe day and God bless.